Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Empire. Can exercise incorporate modern gaming? We interviewed hundreds of people that care about fitness, spend money on fitness, but struggle with their current fitness routine. Talking about when was the time in your life where you were the most engaged in fitness, when you were in the best shape, when working out was the least boring, right? And a lot of answers came from the sports world. That's Tom Ouellette, CEO of Ergata, a company who wants to be everything for every kind of exercise enthusiast. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Tom Ouellette and I have a few things in common. Exercise classes and even gyms at times don't always motivate me to get that workout in. So he and his team took some steps to try to offer a way to make exercise more competitive, engaging, and fun. Our guest this week is Tom Ouellette. He's the CEO and the co-founder of Ergata that is launching a brand new gaming experience called Vortex which is going to be a golf version of a game-based home fitness brand. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure to be on, Bram. Thanks for having me. Tell me a little bit about Ergata, and then we'll talk specifically about the game Vortex. Okay, brilliant. Yeah, so Ergata. So we are a connected home fitness brand. So we sell uh, kind of digital, digitally enabled um, home, you know, uh, fitness machines for the home. The primary thing that's different about us is we provide a different type of content experience. So where Peloton and most of the kind of similar brands do streaming fitness classes, so videos of instructors or classes that you follow along with, we have interactive games. So games that are, you know, think kind of Mario Kart versus Netflix. So games that are interactive, personalized to you, competitive, kind of more engaging in that way. Um, so we are creating this kind of new experience that we call game-based fitness. Um, and so the, the, the flagship product right now is the Ergata Rower. So it's a rowing machine uh, made out of cherry wood, kind of looks nice, looks like furniture, stores compactly, um, obviously has a tablet with a bunch, you know, thousands of different kind of digital workout options. And the, the primary way that we engage you is through, uh, through, in those workout options is through games. Okay. Games competition personalization. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So where did the idea come for you to make, to gamify the exercise experience? So I'm just someone who is in my adult life really struggled to kind of find a regular workout routine. So I played sports all the way through high school and college. And then after college, when I kind of went into kind of an office job, I just struggled with fitness. Classes were never for me. When I went to the gym, I didn't, I was bored. I, I didn't really know what to do. And so I used to run outside every morning. My knees started to hurt. I eventually got a rowing machine for my apartment in New York. And so I started to row every morning for 30 minutes because it was efficient, it didn't hurt my knees, et cetera, but it was so boring. And this was at the time where like digital media, digital content was kind of revolutionizing a lot of different consumer activities and fitness was clearly one of them. 
Um, and so that got my mind going, you know, myself and my co-founders were not big fitness class people. So yeah. there was clearly an opportunity to kind of innovate from the content perspective. So that's where it came from a personal experience. Okay. And I'm in your boat too. I like working out. I don't like the experience of working out without it being something that's interesting to me. So yeah. this appeals to me. Um, and then the next step is you have to come up with things that are appealing. So could you yep. take me through that process of thinking through and then figuring out whether people are actually interested in the content you're creating? Yeah. I mean, so I'll answer that first philosophically and then tactically kind of at the most fundamental level. When we were researching this company, we interviewed hundreds of people that care about fitness, spend money on fitness, but struggle with their current fitness routine talking about when was the time in your life where you were the most engaged in fitness, when you were in the best shape, when working out was the least boring, right? And a lot of answers came from the sports world, right? When they were, when I was on a hockey team, when I was on a basketball team, when I was really into golf or whatever it was. Uh, and that that's where a lot of the inspiration drove from. It's when you're not, quote, working out, but you are playing a game, you're competing in a league, you know, you're, you're whatever, all that stuff. And then super, so that was kind of where a lot of the like high level inspiration came from. And then really tactically, like we come up with a bunch of different ideas. We brainstorm a bunch of different games. We get inspiration from the gaming industry, from sports, from fantasy sports, from mobile gaming, from a bunch of different sources. And then we put prototypes or ideas in front of members and leads and get their feedback. First, just like wireframes and that eventually actually usable prototypes on the rower. So it's very member feedback driven, very kind of, uh, interview based, very discovery based. So we, we, we rely a lot on actual live and kind of after the fact feedback from people that test out the games, react to the games. And then ultimately, like the way that we track our success in engaging people is creating a habit, creating a long term habit. That's our core mission. That's the core thing that we're chasing. And so we measure a habit um, as working out at least two and a half times on Regatta per week for, uh, for, for a four week period. So that, that's a habit, right? So if that continues for a year, two years, three years, that is data that tells us that we're doing a good job of engaging you, helping you create a habit, helping you remove barriers to working out regularly. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, when you talk to your uh, customers and they, they have a similar mindset, they want to engage with fitness differently. Um, and now you're creating things and asking them for feedback. What are you finding out from them? Do they miss the camaraderie of being on a team? Do they miss competition? Do they want to be like in an orange theory class and competing with everybody around them? Like, what, what are they telling you? Yeah, it's a good question. So like, generally speaking, it's like, um, they never leave the home to work out, right? They, and, and, and they're, you know, and uh, they'll never go to a gym again, or they'll never go to a class again. Generally speaking, they want, they'll do that once a week, maybe a couple times a month, but they can't work it into their, into their routine to do that every single day or five times a week or whatever it is. So it's, so, so, so the feedback is they still do occasionally hike a mountain, play a basketball game, maybe go to an orange theory class. But generally speaking, that what they tell us, is they are more engaged in our games because the specific customer that we attract, right, that, that responds to our marketing, that buys our product, and that continues to be a member of Regatta, 
they aren't motivated by following along with an instructor. That's not exciting to them. That, that's, that's dull. That's um, off-putting. That's not as motivating for them as something that responds to their input. Critically, that allows them to compete head-to-head with other people. That allows them to compare their score against their friends or their family. That allows them to like hit and get hit specific targets and high scores and get real-time feedback and like get to a win state for a workout or an interval or a specific challenge rather than kind of just following along with a video or in real life of, uh, of an instructor and kind of uh, almost, yeah, almost kind of a didactic uh, type of experience. Um, so it's really like a psychographic profile. What motivates you? What emotional experience do you want to have when you're working out? Is it something that's kind of instructor based based on their charisma you're following along you're learning from them or it's something that you are personally driving that's responding to your inputs that is more competition based that's more personalized to you again like i think the best the best analogy is watching netflix watching netflix versus playing mario kart um it's just a totally different experience that appeals to different people yeah. and, and and might appeal to different people at different times on different moods. Yeah, I think I'm, well, I'm one of these people. I probably, at 49, probably prefer Netflix, but with a 10-year-old yeah. son, um, we'll play Mario Kart and we'll happily do yeah. it. So I do wonder, because I'm uh, here I am middle-aged, and I hear this and I go, this is really appealing to me when I hear it. Yeah. But are you finding that there's an age gap here? Because this sounds like something that would be very appealing to younger people. Yeah, interestingly, no. Like our median age, last time I looked at the data, was like 44. It's a wide distribution. There's a bunch of people in their 20s. There's a bunch of people in their 60s and 70s. It doesn't skew younger. It does skew male. Um, and it skews techier, right? There's more engineers. There's more gamers. Um, and the main kind of psychographic kind of elements are more in people that are a little bit more introverted um and people that are a little bit more competitive if, huh. you, if you fall into one or both of those buckets but yeah demographically it skews male but the age it doesn't skew young um for whatever that's worth mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Chalk and Dog, which brings together the vast experience and expertise of two of the brightest agencies in media, sports, wagering, and gaming. With deep roots in the UK and the US, the agency offers expert guidance in everything from market entry to market expansion for startups as well as established global brands powered by best-in-class communication and creative experts. Chalk and Dog has vast international experience and delivers results-oriented, tailor-made solutions for B2B and B2C organizations. 
introverted and competitive. I'm your customer. Okay, good. <laughs> you hit me. You hit me right on the head. Right. Yeah. Right. And it, and it can, it can be one or the other, right? There's 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 kind of many people that are very extroverted, but they're competitive. Like they they don't want to be listening to someone yell at them or talk to them when they work out. They want to be competing and winning and kind of hitting targets and achieving goals. And then there's some people that are just, you know, introverted generally or introverted when they work out, right? The last thing they want to do when they're working out is stare into the eyes of Allie Love and hear her talk to them throughout the workout and motivate them verbal, verbally and kind of uh, chat chat to them the whole time. Um, so there's kind of a, um, a couple different persona types, but those are the two main criteria okay um take me through what the model is is it subscription you you purchase games how does it work for you yeah good question so right now it it's so you buy the rower up front um so there's so there's an upfront hardware cost you can you can finance that and and and, and amortize that over uh, a month a series of monthly payments and then you get there's a monthly uh membership uh charge uh that's 29 bucks a month so for 29 bucks a month you get access to thousands of workouts or full game suite and we are releasing, we're putting out new software updates on typically every other week uh, with new features, new games, new integrations, new visuals, new experiences, new staff, et cetera. Um, yeah. Okay. And, and you had mentioned like, look, everybody's going to be different. Like they may like rowing once, they may want to go play basketball, they may want to do something else. How do you think through hardware um, as you try to grow the business? Yeah, good question. Um, so right now we're, 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 based around rowing and the rowing modality is really compelling because it's a full body efficient workout. Like it ticks a lot of boxes. Um, uh, but ultimately, right. Like running and biking, generally speaking are more common. It's more accessible to people. So, th- you know, there's in the long term, we're interested in being across multiple modalities on and off. Uh, you know, the rower, the, the, the bike, the treadmill, the elliptical, um, but very centered on cardio, right? So when you're on a cardio machine and you're working out, um, uh, and yeah, the long-term vision is to be the leader in game-based fitness content, right? So if you are working out with gaming content, specifically on a cardio machine, you are do- like the, the brand that you know, the best product out there, the, the, the most thriving kind of membership base and community is Vergata. So the long-term vision isn't about rowing, but right now the modality is growing really fast. It's, it's a really compelling workout. We're attracting people that have never really rowed before because because of the quality of the workout. So right now it's not a limiting factor, but at some point it likely will be. And um, there, there's there's the desire to, to eventually expand outside of rowing. Okay. And are you working with gyms around the country or are you looking at this as a home-based model entirely yeah good question so generally a home-based model so right, right now it, it is you know 90 99 plus home um we do not sell into you know big box commercial gyms um we've done we've gotten a lot of inbound interest from hospitality from hotel you know boutique hotels or hotel chains and so we're starting to do a little bit more of that, um, right? That the unit looks really good. It's different. It's interesting. Um, uh, it, it, it kind of aligns with the brand promise and customer experience that a lot of like higher end hotels or boutique hotels want to want to deliver to their customers. So that's that's actually an interesting growth opportunity for us. But generally speaking, it's overwhelmingly 
the home. Okay. Um, you are announcing a new gaming experience. It's called Vortex. Do you want to explain what that is? Generally speaking, we are building an engine to design, develop, and launch new workout game experiences on a go-forward basis. So this is something that will continue to happen, you know, not every month, but, you know, every 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 couple of months or so eventually. Um, so this is something that, we, that will keep happening for us. Um, so Vortex specifically. So this is a multiplayer game. So you're playing, again, you know, with other people uh, when you're working out. So you're comp- you are competing with four other people. It's inspired by Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> if you ever play that, huh. or if you've had kids play that, where there's marbles in the middle and you're kind of gobbling them up uh, uh, and, and trying to get there before before the people that you're playing against. But that's just the inspiration. It's more complicated than that. I think like the way that the game's structured is that there are these intervals. It's a series of intervals and rest periods where you are competing against those other people and collecting marbles and, and, and building up to a, to a high score and trying to win each interval and ultimately the whole workout. And there's maybe two things that are interesting to, to call out about it. One is this notion of calibrated competition, right? So we have a, we have a race experience, right? Um, when you race against someone, when you're running or biking or rowing, uh, it's really hard to find good competition, right? If you and I raced, if you and I had a sprint uh, race right now, Bram, we would know probably in the first five seconds who was going to win. And it, and it probably wouldn't be close. Someone would be much faster than the other person. Uh, and the same is true in rowing. The, the, the concept of calibrated competition, basically, to your point, it, it's almost like a golf handicap, right? Like, we know we have we, because our system has your whole historical data. We have this whole unique kind of calibration system that kind of tailors each workout and each target to you. We know exactly your fitness profile and your fitness level, and so we can be essentially handicap in real time everyone's performance and everyone's score, so that you could compete with an Olympic rower or you know uh, uh, someone who's never rowed before and hasn't worked out in a year. Um, so there's this normalized kind of handicap competition that allows you to compete effectively and in a fun way with, with everyone else. And then the other thing I'll say is it introduces more strategy, right? So really good video games have a sense of strategy, right? There's many different ways to, to win. It's not clear what the right strategy is to, to accomplish the goal that you want to accomplish. Um, in Vortex, there's a couple different ways to win, right? You could kind of save all your energy for the bonus periods when the marbles are worth more and kind of just sprint and go as fast as you possibly could there. You can go higher cadence, right? So you can go more strokes per minute, but at a lower at a lower kind of effort or power. Or you could focus on really high power, but at the expense of lower stroke rate. And you can kind of vary those strategies over time as you conserve your energy, as you build up your... So there's a real sense of strategy that, it's not exactly clear how to win. Um, and, and whereas with the race, it's pretty clear how you win. Right? Like there's not a ton of strategy. In race. There's some sense of like, do I try harder at the beginning or the end or the middle? But um, there's a little bit more strategy that makes it more interesting, right? We see people doing the same workout over and over again with different competition and, and, and you know, with different strategic approaches. And that's that's another element that, that I think our members are quite excited about. Okay, last thing. Um, do you envision a day where this is a fully immersive experience where you're in VR and exercising? Oh, interesting. Maybe. Um, you know, I haven't personally been 
you know, myself, our management team, and our board and investors, we've not personally been sold that there's the future of fitness, right? There's problems around um, kind of, uh, you know, working out with a big thing on your head. There's problems around sweat. There's problems around like disorientation. Um, I'm not totally there yet. Not necessarily like that would fit within our vision. It obviously wouldn't fit within our current hardware and, and our software would require modifications. Not no, but I'm not currently sold on that being the future of fitness content or or kind of gamified fitness. Tom Ouellette is the CEO and the co-founder of Ergata. Thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On the next Future Sport Podcast, you never dreamed a basketball hoop in your backyard could do this. Um, when Paul went away for school and I was still in Wisconsin, he was a year older than I. We stayed in touch by playing on Snapchat. So he'd record a shot, send it back. I'd record a shot, send it back. And that's how the, the whole idea for hoop was born, um, around just competing uh, remotely. That's Late Saeed, founder of Hoop, a company that is turning the modern basketball hoop into a multimedia gaming and entertainment device. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.